back on another episode of Chicken Under Hour, and I have some good people here. Um, introduce yourselves. Whatever, if you don't want to use your real name, because some people don't use their real name on here for some reason, because I guess they got the feds looking for them or something. But I don't know. So whatever name, if y'all want to use Midnight, <laughs> it's a lot of work though. Midnight John and uh, <laughs> I, don't I don't know. know who that but is. anyways, introduce yourselves. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say my name is Shane. <laughs> I'm gonna say my I name. Mean, is Shane. My name is Ben. I don't really see the point of Elliot. You know what? And but in the seventh grade, I <laughs> Big Shane in the heat. <laughs> what? That was his Black Planet name. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name on Black Planet back in the day. That, you, that also works. Christian Mika. My name was fun fact. My name was Light Skin Wonder. On Black Planet back in no, not on Christian Mingle. I was not on. I was not on Christian Mingle in eighth grade. I was not on Christian Mingle, yo. Because Black Planet was actually one of the first social medias, if you think about it. What was before Black Planet? Um, I right, hear he goes. <laughs> nah, what's the, uh, the chat rooms? Um, okay, the chat rooms. Okay, the AOL was popular. Yeah, that is true. That's social media. Nah, Black what? I was older. What you saw? You Google it. I'm over here. You just spit random stuff. I thought you said blackhunani.com. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Anyways, you feel me? Okay, so anyways, I got my homies Ben, Shane, and there's some other people here mm-hmm. <laughs> that you'll hear their voices, and we'll say their names when you hear their voice. But until then, whatever. So today, it's a uh, <laughs> it's a uh, random convo. Night, I guess, where we're just gonna like spend a couple minutes on topics and we'll move on when the either the conversation gets stale or when the timer goes off. So we'll set the timer for about 15 to somewhere between 15 and 20 minutes on each topic. What? That is a long time. No, it's not. No, it's not. Time goes by fast. I promise you. No, it's not. I do this, y'all. I do this. I do this, though. Uh, That's true. I know what I'm doing. Don't let me disrespect. Thank you. So, anyways, all right. Really, really quickly. Okay. I think it would be productive um, to... <laughs> like, his smartness gets yeah, on my nerves. But he do have some work on it. It would be productive to say where people are from because there are regional differences when people answer questions. Okay, that's true. Fine. Um, they're like... You okay, yeah. You just... Age, you wanted but, to... Uh, no, we're going to say our ages, too. That's fine. Shane's like 50... No, nah, I'm actually in my 80s. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he, no, he has a soul. No, he but does have a soul of a... Earth years. Earth years. He has a soul of a 54-year-old. So, Shane, how old are you, Shane? I am 32. And you're from? Uh, I'm going to be 33 here, so <laughs> let's just what? continue that. Where are you from? Um, I was born in upstate New York, <laughs> a small town called Ellenville, but I grew up in Indianapolis, Indiana. Ben? Okay, I am 28, and I'm from Cleveland, Ohio. I know that. You from Cleveland? Yes. Midwest Brothers. There we go. Well, and I'm from Louisville, so that's all. Oh, and I just turned 30, so I'm old as shit. Like I'm not, I, I'm not claiming that old man. I woke up, elbow. look, bro. I woke up and my knee was hurt for no reason. That's because it was raining. Yeah, I, I felt it. Yeah, you halfway to sixty, bro. Okay, and then we have three beautiful young ladies out here too. They would be called women, but continue. Y'all not young ladies. No, I'm not uh, you're not sixty-four. You're not young. <laughs> touche. Okay, touche. Anyways, I'm gonna draw the first topic. I'm glad we finally got to that. Right. Exactly. Anyways, all right, the first topic. (laughs) 
women want a gentleman in the street and a murderer <laughs> in the bed. What the fuck? <laughs> and a murderer slash jailbait in the bed. What the fuck? Okay. Um, your immediate thoughts. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a lot. Move a, little, move a little bit closer. I feel like that's a lot to say. I mean, unpack it. What do you when you first heard that? Unpack this. Say that again. Unpack <laughs> this. Women want a gentleman in the street and a murderer slash jailbait in the bed. <laughs> Wait a minute, jailbait. The jailbait part, yeah, like. Me <laughs> so we got a pedophile. <laughs> He got his smooth one. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I have adult allergies. <laughs> 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 and you know what I'm saying? Is that different from regular allergies? Yes. Okay. I thought I, I just had regular allergies until I turned 26. Damn, that sucks. I've been having them my whole life. So with all that being said, <laughs> particular particular women I have dated, women that are in my friendships, women that are in my family. Okay, we do have these conversations. With all that being said, women want a brother who can take control in the bedroom. That is what that intention behind that question is. Okay, I agree. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't have any follow up. I just wanted to say I agree with that. Like, I totally understand it makes sense. Like, doesn't everybody basically want that? No matter who you're into, you want no. a, a polite person in the streets okay. and a polite person in bed. No, no, no. I'm saying no. Everybody wants a polite person in the streets, but then like someone that's gonna take control in the bed and be like, and you can lift her up by by cheeks and just oh, <laughs> like I don't like, you know what I mean. Like you, the, everybody wants like a a freak in the sheets, take control. No, I don't disagree with that. I don't want to speak out of turn because I feel like it's an experience I can't necessarily relate to, but I agree with the the sentiment. I mean, everybody. If you're, it doesn't matter what you're into. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. You probably you want some a murderer, not the jailbait, but you want someone to murder that pussy (laughs) in the sheet. No, y'all y'all making faces. Y'all wanna come over and say something? Okay, y'all hold off then. Okay. So so let me just give context. So there are three women. There are three women that are observing this conversation and three men discussing this conversation. So with all this being said, one of them should say something. I, I don't disagree with that, and that's okay because this is your show. But what I am saying, <laughs> what? what I am saying is, <laughs> I I am not sure. A, <laughs> uh, let's just be clear about something. I'm sorry. I'm aggressive. People say that I am aggressive in the streets. Really? I'm not going mm-hmm. pillow talk and talk about what I am in the sheets. <laughs> But so he's also aggressive in the sheets. Is that's what not saying. true. That's not true. It sound like where's where you, you was don't know. To. I don't know. Just says where One you was thing is, to. is that people. I don't. What I hear that sentence saying is that you can develop an alter ego and be something else when you're in the bedroom. You don't necessarily have to be your authentic self. Oh yeah, that's true. All the time. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, you can definitely develop alter ego because I'm nasty as shit in the bed, okay. but I'm really. I don't know if I, well I'm yeah. Yeah, I'm nasty as hell in the bed. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I feel like it's both. <laughs> so I'm also so nasty, he, like, just he regular? Nasty in the office? <laughs> like, what does that look like? They're like, I didn't, I didn't say professional. You took it to professional. Not professional-wise. She's talking about, about socially, regularly, not in the bed. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. Yes. Do you find fault 
in that though, like the, the idea that women expect you to be one way outside. Are we speaking about trauma right now? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. He's no, no. Are you trauma? Do I think there's fault in women expecting me or maybe requesting of me to be aggressive with them in the bedroom? Yeah, as opposed to like wanting some, like wanting you to be polite and all of the other PC things outside Re- of the bedroom. Requesting and expecting is two different things, though. So there's True. definitely no fault in requesting it because I mean that's they're asking like yo. Mm-hmm. Like, I love a woman that's going to ask you to do something or tell me what to do in the bed. Like, I think that's sexy. Like, when she's like, grab this or move this here. Like, but I also want her to say what? You're not a mind reader. Yeah, I'm not a mind reader. So go ahead. If I'm not doing something that you want me to do, request it. But then I guess you can find fault in the expectation because if you just expect a man to do this in the bed and he's not doing it and then you get mad, then I feel like now that's silly for you to get mad. No, go ahead. If you request it and then I still don't do it and you get mad, then you have a right to get mad because you requested me to do this and then I'm still doing it wrong. Then, yeah, she's going to get mad at that. Right. If that makes sense. I, You know, I'm not sure. Do I find fault in a woman? To me, that's like judging her. I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure about that. I don't know if I would answer that correct. So one thing is, is that what's the... I, in in the bedroom, there is somewhat trial and error that happens. Right. Right. So even though you didn't request me to choke you, and my hand, my hand, that's where the murder thing you're talking about. And my hand just so happens to grab you on the throat. You gotta let me know if you don't want to start not breathing a little bit. You let me know. I feel like this is an episode of Lost. So is that attempted murder? No. 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 Because one thing is, is that you, I think in the bedroom, there needs to be clarity. Now, I'm a consent first type of brother. I hope so. Yes. So with all that being said, usually, you know, I'm, I'm not going to go too deep into it. But when, go you deep, are brother. With, when you are with a partner in the bedroom, I think that you can try some things. And if they don't agree with it, then they tell you and you move forward. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that simple. Do I find fault in that? No. Because I, I think it's a, it's a situation to where there should be very little judgment in the bedroom. Because you got what you got, and that's what you're working with, clearly. And then let's let's try some things. Let's practice some things. If you're not a random type of sexual being, and you want to do missionary, that's how you roll, then that's how you roll. That's boring. But, but I mean, it's not for everybody like that. I mean, I'll try anything twice. Basically, because the second time I'll try most can things have, twice. Can I have an example, please? I'll try a lot of things. My bad. I'll try a lot of things twice because twice because the first time you maybe did it wrong, so you gotta make sure you was doing it right, or you liked it a lot the first time. Then the second time you're like, damn, I really didn't like it that much. Let's deconstruct this. So if you, if you didn't do it right the first time, Shane's so smart. If you didn't do it right this first time, does that mean that you're going to research how to do it correctly the second time? Yes. Why wouldn't you research it? How? Uh, the internet, it's the age of the information. Internet, the internet, how? You can Google easily, internet. like, bro, you can Google anything. You can go, Wait, you can Google so sex moves. Out. So, for example, what are you Googling? Depending on what we was doing that night. So, say can a girl, have an so say a girl's like, Will, can you do the, can you do the Dirty Sanchez? Do y'all know what the Dirty Sanchez is? Uh, you go to a PWI. So, <laughs> you went to a <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I went to a PWI. I don't know what the Dirty Sanchez is. 
Yeah. Well, or the Eiffel Tower, or the yeah. Iraqi Surprise. Like, oh, what do you do in your free time? <laughs> All these things. These things. The Iraqi <laughs> Surprise. That's what I do. So, say I do the Iraqi Surprise with a girl, and she's like, afterwards, she's like, yo, it was cool, but it just wasn't that great. I'm going to go and research it because I want to make sure I blow her mind because I'm not going to enjoy it if she's not enjoying it. So I'm going to go do my research and make sure, oh, that's what I did wrong. I didn't twirl right there. Instead, I spinned instead of twirled. So I should I should have twirled. So the second time, I'm going to go back and twirl. So, yeah. Shane's on his phone, so he's not paying attention right now. I'm sorry. I'm texting my cousins right now because our group chat is usually on fire. Yeah, but we're in a group. We're in a, a real group chat right now. Real, I apologize. I mean, I'm not mad at you. Drop the phone. Shout out. So, anyways, yes, I will do my research and make sure I'm doing it right, and then I'll go back and do it again, and then I'll be like, all right, so how was that? I'm like, damn, you went into your research, Will. You blew my mind this time. How would she know? Because it felt better. <laughs> She would say, when it, because it felt better. You know, I'm not going to continue this. But Why not? Let me just finish out right okay. now. Okay. Because it felt better, she's going to say, William, you must have done some research. And I'm proud of you. I know. I think he's going to put an emphasis on the fact that she, you did the research. Yeah. Like, she's not going to say, William, you did some research. Actions speak louder than words, Shane. So, the actions that I put in that night with sex, she could tell that I went and did something different. That's not true. Why not? Because you just put in work. Can we have a lady give a thought on this before the timer's up? Someone needs to say something. Okay. Um, I agree with, um, like, they'll know the difference. Um, but I just also think it depends on the situation. Um, so if you're telling me that you wanted to try this out, and you tried it out, and you're like, I don't like it, and then you came and you tried to try it again... I'd be like, why is he doing this again when I said before I didn't like it? But so if I, the outcome So I might be a little shook. You're going to be shook but, in several ways. <laughs> but, I mean, if the outcome is good, then yes, I'm going to be like, wow, that was you, you did good this time. I'm proud of you. What'd you do different? See? I mean, but the thing is, with any new experience, like the first time you're trying something, it's all experimental and you're kind of figuring a way around it. I think it's, like, really interesting that when we talk about our identities as far as who we are... Whether it's like in a relationship or just dealing with somebody that we're having sex with versus how we're with them in the bedroom. The fact that like those identities don't always merge, that is always fascinating. Because like you were mentioning that people see you aggressive in the streets and then you said you don't pillow talk. But like it's, it's implied that like you might be very aggressive in the bedroom. I don't, Not true. I mean, I thought like he keeps, jumping, to, he, he keeps jumping. Not true. These, these are alleged until proven. Alleged. 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 <laughs> you know, allegedly. But the thing is like. It's, to me, it's weird that you have to separate. We don't want to turn you the you have to, like, Separate who you are in terms of like just the rest of the bedroom and inside and out. Like they want you to be like this perp, this perfect, kind, wholesome gentleman outside the bedroom and completely flip that switch in the bedroom. To me, that I've, I've never been a fan of that. Okay, and what is your what is your standard? I mean, I, I mean, what, okay. What do you mean if that because if you're not a part of the paradigm of the question, paradigm, right? Which is a gentleman in the streets and a thug in the sheets. Then what do you perform? What is your? Hmm. See, I'm not even sure that, that question. Got Say, it Say, Say it again. Say it again. So how are you? Are you consistent? All right, no, are you what, asking? What is your phraseology that you use? No, I, I would I would say that like I subscribe to like being that, but I hate that it's 
an expectation, like the idea of being modest outside of you know the bedroom, then have like be, it being behind that closed door that you can like let all of your inhibitions or your freak flag fly. Like that's what I'm trying to say. I just hate that like it's an expectation or it's almost a requirement. So I understand. Because like people make talking about sex so taboo. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, respect, I don't think I it's taboo. What you know, yeah. but I also feel like you know when you're in the bedroom, that's kind of like a safe space. Um, mm. So that's kind of like where you express yourself sexually. I feel like you shouldn't be roaming the streets expressing yourself sexually. Yeah. That's just me personally. Um, like you don't you don't portray yourself the same. Like some there's at times you're not gonna portray yourself the same way you would in your bedroom in the safety of your own home type thing than you would when you're out with someone on a date. Like, I'm not gonna be on a date with someone being all nasty and raunchy, you know. Well, you know. I wouldn't, no, I'm just playing. We know. He wasn't playing. Well, you're not, <laughs> not playing, playing. <laughs> once again, it's different strokes for different folks. No, no. Point. All right, so that's where we're gonna sum it up. All right, that's fine. It's different strokes for different folks. And some people only have two strokes. Some people have ten. <laughs> some people have more strokes than others, but it's different strokes. See, you know, you know and I learned on dirt bikes, there's a two-stroke and there's a four-stroke. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait a minute. I don't know what they mean. I don't know what it means, but I know that's why Meek Mill got a. <laughs> <laughs> that's why he got arrested. <laughs> he was on a dirt bike. I'm not sure if it was a two-stroke or four-stroke. <laughs> So see, fifteen. So that was seventeen minutes. Shane said, "Wow, this is really long." That wasn't that long. See how we, we could have wrapped it up sooner, though. We could have wrapped <laughs> it up sooner. Wow. But you want to have conversation. True, I agree with you. This All right, is your show, you, gonna move. <laughs> you ain't got to keep saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired of him. Dog. <laughs> Anyways, we moving on. We're gonna draw another one. Okay, let's see what this one says. Um. Um. <clears throat> Lost or missed childhood games, can you pay, play them as an adult? Yes. The only difference is, for me, anyways, with childhood games, I pretty much turn them all to like drinking games. Can we get an example? Uh, like Uno. I turned that into, well, I, I turned it into Drunken Uno and Naked Uno in college. We played Naked Uno. And so pretty much every game that I played as a kid, it either turned into a sexual game or um, a drinking game. So yeah, so you can play them. I mean, you can, you don't have to turn it into a drinking game. I'm just saying from my experiences, almost every game that I played as a kid, we turned it into a sexual or a drinking game. I'm looking for the drinking game. So one of the things, I mean, one of the greatest ones, there's like, if you get like a box, you know, the Jenga boxes, and you know, you write, whether mm-hmm. it's like a trooper there or something on the blocks as you remove them, you have to do whatever is written. I think that's the greatest one that I've encountered so far. Yeah, I definitely have that. I have a Jenga set in the bedroom with all kind of things like Truth or Dare on there, um, uh, Take a Shot, um, just all kind of things. Sang, sang lyrics from your favorite song. Like every piece on there has something different. So I think that from my experiences, most of my friends, all of our childhood games, just we tweaked it and turned it into something else and made it not either as innocent as it was or we just added some things to make it just more creative or more fun, basically. So when I was in college, um, I lived in a house with like six guys or whatever and we would play um, hide and go seek. We'd invite women over 
We're, it wasn't just us playing. <laughs> we would invite women over, and we would play hide and go seek. And it was so fun. And we didn't hide and seek as an adult. I think it's better than when we were kids. I'm just saying, yeah. as far as what your rationale is, we didn't we didn't sexualize it or turn it into a drink, into a drinking game. It was just a classic game that we played that we had missed, and it was so fun. I also feel like if y'all had added like alcohol or anything, <laughs> that would have been super dangerous, though. Oh no, hadn't seen that, that would be dangerous. dangerous because we grown as hell, running full speed, <laughs> <laughs> trying to touch base. You know, I guess, you know that, that is true because I haven't turned every game into like drinking or sexualized it because. We definitely in grad school was playing hide and seek. We was playing manhunt. Manhunt is like manhunt. we was playing. Yeah, we was playing manhunt. It was like twelve grown folk, 12, 23, 24 year olds playing manhunt on in a summer night around an entire apartment complex, and we had fun. That was like, it's like I don't know if it's more fun or it's just that you're now a grown up doing grown up things and you get to do things from your childhood. So that makes it seem like it's more fun now because you don't normally do it. Mm-hmm. And damn, that makes me want to like get a bunch of us together and get a manhunt. Are you game. kidding me? Absolutely. That would be so. I see. I be wanting to get shit together like that, but I be thinking if I hit up a bunch of people, they're gonna be like, "Man, no, this nigga's lame." Like that would be fun to. They're low key lit because for a second, like we. I mean, these are things we associate with our childhood, right? For a second, you're going back to that space. And you're not having to focus on a being an adult. It's like, oh, this is something I associate with joy, a great time, you know, like when we were children and we didn't have bills to pay. Um, you can kind of appreciate it a little better. At least that's just my perspective. So that makes me think of another question then. So what's like one of your like funnest memories from your childhood? Like I'll, like for me, I'll say I remember being a kid on a Saturday morning and me and my sister would wake up to my mother cooking breakfast and you wake up smelling the breakfast. Like, that's what wakes you up, the good smell of breakfast. And my father would be outside, like, raking leaves in the fall, and he would have big piles of leaves, and me and my sister would just run and jump in the leaves and stuff or throw each other into the leaves. That shit was fun as hell. And, like, I always so whenever... Here, you don't really see a lot of leaves hitting the ground that much, but when I go home and see leaves on the ground, that's, like, the first thought I have is me and my sister diving in leaves. Yeah. And I will still do that to this day as a 30-year-old. Like, that shit's fun. The only Absolutely. difference is I might be a little sore. Well, you might catch I, a stick or something. Nah, man, that's life, man. YOLO. <laughs> so what's, like, your funnest memory of your childhood then? I mean, for me, I have um, I have four brothers that are all, we're all kind of, like, within the same age range. Thanks, think, four brothers? It's five of y'all? Yeah, my parents, they were kind of doing a whole lot. Any uh, sisters? Yeah, I got I got an older sister, and then the rest of my sisters I got all younger. Wait a minute, hold on. I have nine siblings. I Damn, seriously? Yeah, I have nine siblings. I'm right oh, in the middle. Oh shit, it's crazy. Um, my greatest memory is literally y'all like, niggas was hungry. <laughs> shit, I couldn't get no food at breakfast. But you know what? <laughs> Running out of food and shit. I mean, at least when my you know my parents said they didn't have McDonald's money, I believed it. It was <laughs> true. True. No, that's true. This though. was before the dollar menu. This was before and it was, the dollar yeah, menu. And it was before the dollar menu. Damn. Like, all of us went. It was an occasion. But no, seriously, like getting up like during the winters, like I don't enjoy them as an adult, but like getting up during you know during the winter, like if we're on break. Like just going outside and like playing in the snow, like as a child, I could appreciate the snow. It was great. I don't not at all. But um 
I don't know. It's, it's hard. Like, there's so many different memories, but I grew up within a really large family. So Hold I on. Really... I have another question for that then. Okay. Did y'all all grow up in the same house together? No. It was like split. My parents are separated, so. Oh, okay. But I have a, a lot of siblings. So, who? how old's the oldest and how's the youngest? My oldest sibling is 33 and my youngest sibling is six. Damn. They're, yes. It was fucking. Yes. <laughs> so, how many out of all those, how many are you, like, really close to? Um, I am, like, the degrees vary. I think I'm naturally closest to all of my brothers because we are all so close in age, and I've always lived with all of my brothers. Um, like, my sister is... a little bit closer. Yeah, my sister's kind of... pull have, the mic in. Just pull it to you. I mean, yeah. My sisters, they have, like, you know, we have different mothers and different fathers, so okay. I'm just closest to my brothers because at every junction of, like, my youth and my teenagers, I was living with them. That's pretty cool. I can't relate. I have one sibling. I mean, if you want some, I'm not like selling or anything, but I can give them away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just me and my sister. So I, and I don't even have that many cousins that I'm that close to either. Like, I mean, I have some cousins that I'm close to, but not even that many. So that's just that's just pretty cool. Like, yeah, my childhood was great. Like, it's crazy how like I didn't realize it growing up like that we were living in poverty because my parents never allowed it. Allow us to feel that way. I think that's the sign of like some really good parents because I didn't realize until I got older that like damn we was like poor. Like <laughs> they made things seem fun and shit. Like I mean there was times when like the hot water was turned off or or whatnot, but you couldn't tell. Like we just I couldn't tell. Like when Christmas would come, my mother would. I knew we I knew we didn't have a lot because when Christmas came around, she would say. It's Jesus's birthday. Y'all don't deserve to get gifts. It's not your birthday. But if we had the money, she would have got us gifts, though. What kind of rash? My mom, I, I, really I, I mean, my mother's, a minister, my mother's a minister. I grew up in the oh, church. Okay, five. Gotcha. I was at church five days a week. Like, gotcha. I get out of school and go to, go to church and wouldn't get home until 9 o'clock that night. So wow. I would leave for school in the morning at 6.30 a.m. and wouldn't get home until, like, 9 o'clock at night. Because, you didn't even get to watch Beast Wars? Or no, like bro. Like, like, I couldn't watch Rap Damn. City in the basement. Damn. Like, I remember Hits on the yeah. Street on BT. Like, remember? bro. Yes, I was watching I could, like, there was, so, there was so many times where I went straight to church to choir rehearsal, to battle. Bible study to just any of that. My mother was the youth minister at our church. So I was, so I was always at church (laughs) and that's why it, that's why when I got to college and I remember being a freshman in college and Sunday morning hit and I get up, like I'm about to go to church and I'm like, ain't nobody here making me go to church. I can sleep in and have bedside Baptist today. And I'll, and my mother to this day, like I, I go to church sometimes. I, I don't go to church every Sunday. Like I have my relationship with God. But my mother still would trip out about me not going to church. And I'm 30 years old, and she'll still be like, did you go to church today? And I'm like, no, ma'am. Why not? Why didn't you go to church? And I'm like, dude, I'm not having this conversation with you right now. I don't say that, because if I do, y'all be like, y'all heard what happened to Will? His mama popped up. He got smoked <laughs> on the phone type of shit. But yeah, so I grew up in the church five days a week. I'm assuming that because of your question, you wasn't in church like that, like I was. No, I, I wasn't. I, I mean, I grew up in two different families. So I grew up in a family where I had my two older sisters and I had my younger sister and they live in New York. And I grew up in Indianapolis and I have a I have a, an older brother and a younger sister. So two different families, two different experiences, very complex. But whose life isn't complex in its own little way? So, what, what, okay, then what was that like then that you have like, was they like total totally different was it very similar like yeah i mean you have to understand going from being the youngest in the family and yeah. the oldest in this in my other situation my younger sister 
and then being the middle child in the family when I was growing up in Indianapolis. It's two totally different ex- experiences, two totally different roles to play. Can you give me like so, an example? Um, as of what role? Like, and not like, like just an example of something that's totally different. It could be holidays, different types of cooking, uh, different rules in family each structure. house, family show, anything. Oh, um, I think as the youngest, I think usually you're the tension breaker. You're someone who you're allowed to do a lot. Yes. Um, I don't know what it's like to be an only child, so that's the only role I haven't played. As the oldest, you're expected to do more. You're yeah. Um, there's certain standards that you have to abide by. There's there's less. Um, uh, there's there's more structure and um, uh, there's more rules. So uh, there's less space to make a mistake. So did you see? As did you see? Child, my bad. Go ahead. As a middle child, you are um, kind of overlooked a little bit. So playing is that true? Is that very, true? That we? I mean, I, I, I have no clue. I can relate. So do middle childs, middle children, whatever, really feel like them? I'm overlooked because they either focus on the older ones or the youngest more. I mean, because you probably Ben, you probably can relate to that yeah, too, right? Right, but I think I it's natural. I think it's natural though. Okay, it's natural to overlook the middle child because you're in the middle. You have to focus on the oldest who is moving through, the first to go through. Yeah, the middle child they're coming along, but then the youngest still needs cultivating and development. So I don't blame the parents for overlooking the middle child, although it is unfortunate. It just happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, and I'll never hold it against my parents, like. Because in the spite of that, I recognize that, like, where my older sister was, like, a foot out the door going into her freshman year at Spelman, my parents also still had a 10-year-old to raise. They still were having to help navigate her through, like, her young That is crazy. Yeah. That is because that makes me think of, like, my mother, because, like I said, it was two of us. And me and my sister were three and a half years apart. And that just makes me think of, like, when I graduated from high school, my mother was so happy. It's like, I don't have to deal with the public school system no more, no more of these teachers. And so to imagine a parent, you have one kid that graduates from high school, and you're like, yes, they're done. And then you look up, and you got seven more or whatnot. I'm like, God dang, like, that's stressful. That's got to be stressful. But, like, yeah, so, I mean, it was just me and my sister, so that's why I asked that because I can't relate to being a middle child. And, like, that's true what Shane said about when you're the younger – it's easier for you. And then I was younger and I was the boy. So they was definitely way more strict on my sister because she's a girl. She's a woman, whatever. And she's older. So, well, I mean, she was a girl at the time and now she's a grown ass woman. So No, there are definitely gender <laughs> expectations. Absolutely. Yeah. And so I saw that where like my sister couldn't even talk to boys on the phone after a certain time at night. And yeah. And like, bro, like my mother, for the longest, my mother... So my sister couldn't even talk to boys on the phone after like 9 p.m. or something at night, whatever the time was. But like me, when I got to the same age, this was when my sister was probably like like 15 or whatnot. I was allowed to be at home alone with girls like I could be at home by myself with women. But yeah, so my sister couldn't even talk to boys at a certain time on the phone or whatnot. But I could be at home alone with a girl when I was like 14 and 15. And she definitely couldn't have anything like that. So at the time, I didn't see a difference because, I mean, I was younger. I didn't I wasn't even looking for that. But as I got older, I'm like, damn, that's that is that is fucked up, though, because I could basically I could get I could have get away. I could have got away with murder back in the day, to be honest. There was I remember I remember. So my mother, like I said, was a youth minister at our church. 
and her close friend was another minister at the church. And we would have like these huge sleepovers at our apartment. Like another person at our church, she lived in the same apartment complex. So basically by the end of the night, all the boys would sleep at my part at our house. And then all the girls would sleep at this apartment, but we was all in the same complex. So we all be together for a lot of the night. And then we separate. Y'all was watching porn. No, hold on. I'll get to that. <laughs> I, I, I'll get to that. That is something that does the boys. <laughs> so, hold on, hold on. So, we'll get to that. But there, I remember there was one point where this one girl, she was like, I left this over at Will's. I need to go get Will. Can you take me over there? And so, I'm like, yeah, I'll walk over with you. And my mother wasn't tripping or anything. And me and her, we walked over to my apartment by ourselves. And my mother wasn't tripping. I remember my sister being pissed. It was like, you would never just let me walk over to the apartment with a boy by myself. Right, of course. But there's there is clear rationale behind why that doesn't make sense, though. Explain it. One thing is, it's definitely sexist to an extent, but um, young boys and men are, are naturally stronger than young girls and women. So, therefore... If you're walking by yourself, it's it's a natural it's a natural instinct of a parent to be like, no, as a young woman, you're not walking by yourself. Well, this wasn't like it wasn't, but this wasn't like it was a long wall. It was literally like the next building at the apartment complex. Matters not. It takes one second to do a whole lot of stuff. And it could be sexist, and that's fine. It's not could be. It is. The, no, no, well, the intention wasn't like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I get the logic behind it, and it all makes sense, but it doesn't defy that it is. Sexist. Yeah, you're right. No, no, no. I mean, it is sexist to an extent. If I it's got not a, an extent. if it I got is. a skinny little little uh, little daughter that's fifty pounds, it doesn't matter if there's a young boy that's fifty pounds, the same size, same weight as her. He is naturally stronger than her. See, uh, yeah, that's I don't, still, but I still think I think to a certain that. extent that's not really sexist because it's the same as when if I have a female friend over here leaves late at night, I'm gonna tell her text me when you make it home. I tell my guy friend, I tell everybody that. I don't, but see, but the difference is the girl will text me. I, there's plenty of dudes that's like I'm texting you, and they won't text me when they get home though. But my homegirls will text me when they get home, or I'm gonna walk a girl to her car, but I'm not gonna walk Shane to his car though. Absolutely not. Like we could though, and I would appreciate. Yeah, it. Like, but, but I'm saying there are definitely there are definitely societal standards attached to these social constructs that we're talking. about. But who's about. making these societal standards? We are. That doesn't okay, define clearly, how clearly I'm saying that. But I don't. I agree. I see what you're saying, but it doesn't make it any less sexist. It doesn't. It, it, I mean, I, hear, I think intention matters, though. I Your got, intentions matter, right? I'm not gonna argue with you at this point because when you have a daughter, if you want her to go on her own, cool, that's your business. But my daughter's not leaving on her own. We gonna have we gonna have to deal. Even if you know how to protect yourself, still at the same time, I still want to watch you and guide you, just because I feel. Like you need a bit of, a bit of protection. Women also protection. have to worry about different types of things. Like I this think about true. I think about like if I'm walking down the street by myself at night, I'm not thinking about I could get raped. Like I'm just not thinking about that. But as a woman, like I I'm I totally recognize a woman like that's something that you can think about. Like I might think that I might get robbed. Conversation can lead anywhere. It doesn't have to be on one topic. Okay, well, the conversation led to this now. Well, the conversation led to this. What? Hold on, talking about we. Don't whisper. Say it into the mic, nigga. You went from talking about children to adults. Conversation leads. So I feel like that also changes. It changes the dynamic. It changes the whole dynamic of the conversation. Right. So by her saying that it's sexist, it could, by definition, could be sexist. Right, but I don't care because it's my daughter. 
right? That I'm going to protect her by any means necessary. Even if it's my son, that's I'm still going to protect that's him That's fine, too. but you were saying it's kind of, but it's not kind of, it is. But I, no matter, I did, uh, no matter the logic behind it. It doesn't matter. So, just, it doesn't matter because it's, it would be your it would be your children and it would be my children. So your not, thoughts on my children situation. and vice versa. It's not so basically how we got here, we said <laughs> we said that as kids, uh-huh. if I'm walking with a girl to an apartment, I guess Shane's basically saying saying that there's a difference with a girl walking by herself at night to another apartment than a young boy walking night, by herself. Night, day, afternoon, okay, well, I don't walk care. So, we ba- so we're basically saying is that sexist because my mother may be like, well, walk with her to the apartment because you don't want nothing to happen to her. But if it's a guy walking over there, she's like, okay, here's my keys. You can walk by yourself. I, no, my issue, You still think that's sexist? No, my okay. thing was... <laughs> my issue started when he said, like, the the difference in um, strength and such like that between a male. But there is a difference in strength, though. I, no, there is. There's, lit- there's that's, literally... That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. That, no, that is a fact, you though. That literally, with that. Like, no, you can't go to, like, there's extremes where you yes. can be like Ronda Rousey, but she's a professional she's trainer. As a man that's what I'm saying. So if you put, like, Lisa Leslie, who is a professional athlete, WNBA player, and compare her to Dwight Howard, she who's a like, by somebody that's, who's the like, exact that, same yeah. weight as her. That's just the way our bodies are built is just totally. And I'm not saying that's wrong. That's wrong no, as hell. But it's a fact. It's just a fact. Okay, so but the, I have a question. I guess it's more to the defending yourself. Like, it's as if you don't feel you like Defend yourself as much as you want to, and there could be somebody. I'm, I, I'm, I feel like I'm arguing a point that's legit, but it's a point that I that I care about for my own personal values. Now I'm not sure if that's clearly not your personal value, so we can go back and forth on it all day. I'm just saying that I don't think you men. Know my personal values, I'm just so. saying that men are naturally stronger than women. Okay, and that's where that's if that's, where, where, I if am. that's where you're at. Then cool. but men are. Yeah. Naturally stronger than women. That's cool. Removing okay, but to remove the conversation from mm-hmm. it being about physical strength and ableism, I want to ask this: When we first arrived at the junction of you talking about like the things you were allowed to do versus what your sister was allowed right. to do, in terms of parental intent, like, what do you think that it was explicitly implied from your mother's perspective that like if she was alone with a boy, something would happen, and she wasn't necessarily concerned with what you would be doing when you had girls over? Um. Hold on, I'll make sure I answer correctly. So my I feel like my parents, they was never worried about what I was doing with the girl. They just they they showed by their actions. They was never she was never concerned about it. Like the fact that I could be at home alone with girls. Because I think that's like the implicit difference. And it's and I mean and it's fucked up to be honest, because any dude that my sister was dating or something, it was somebody from church that my mother knew the, knew them, knew their parents. We grew up in church together, in the youth choir together. So and it would be a girl that my mother may not even know that well, but they had no problem with me being home along with her. I also think I kind of think that my mother thought that I like wouldn't get no girls too though. I kind of think she was thinking that I was lame and couldn't get no girls or something. I really do think like she was looking like he ain't getting no girls. Like she wasn't worried about it. I think that was a small part of it to be honest. So is that answering your question? Yeah, like, no, that, I'm, I'm that making completely sure. answers it. I think that was the thing before we devolved into talking about you know like the ball, the not the black nut ball, but like I kind of feel like we no, diverted cool. from the like yeah. the point you were trying to make. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no, it's to- it's totally messed up because like I said, I think it's it's a little bit that my sister's the older one, so mm-hmm. they're easier on the youngest one. 
and then she's a girl. So they're usually more strict on the girl, what she's doing with the opposite sex or whatnot. So it was a little bit of both of those things. You know what? And when I think of parenting, I'm, and I'm not check, I'm not dis- disrespecting my own parents or anything, but I think that a lot of the fears my parents had for all of my sisters are the very ones that manifested with, I don't have children, but my brothers do. And so I think sometimes parents may not necessarily realize they're placing a burden of guilt or the expectation that like their daughters will go out and do something and do something risky, whether it's like get pregnant before they're ready to or whatever. They, it's like that's put on women. Yeah. And it always shouldn't be. Whereas like with men, I think sometimes they forget like men have the ability to impregnate a woman. Yeah. At an early age. They so always it's, focus it's a on yeah. Difference. They put a they lot more emphasis on the yeah. yeah. They focus on going to yeah. Actually, yeah. You're seeing a pregnant woman. You don't see a man who's about to have a kid. Yeah. They focus on that. It was like my baby, my girl yeah. is pregnant. Yeah. And not focus on the person who gets them pregnant. Yeah. Like it's like I mean a lot of times they put so much responsibility on the woman. All the time, well, like it's her it responsibility. Yeah, and it takes both of us to get someone pregnant. But they, it's I do feel like it. Like growing up, I mean, I feel like things are starting to change, kind of mm-hmm. some, a little bit, <laughs> like kind no. of some, a little bit. I mean, you gotta recognize that it is a little bit different. I feel like more young men are more aware of things, but you still have the way that we was raised because I'm still I was raised in that way. And it's fucked up because I, our parents was doing the best they could. Yeah. And That's what I'm saying. How they, about, like, so it is, but... We never got your best childhood. No, nah, sorry. All right, so nah, let's go back good. to this, y'all. We're going to go back to this. The timer went off a long time ago, and I just pressed cancel. No, nah, it's all good. So now we to the timer. No, no, no. We're going to go back. We're going to go back to this. Shane, what's your favorite childhood memory? I cannot remember my favorite childhood memory, but I know that when I was young... I would race anybody, and even to this day as an adult, I would race anybody right now. You're going to get that. <laughs> <laughs> I did tear my ACL, though. So. Okay, I've had five knee surgeries. God and dang. Really well, yeah. battle. First five all, knee first surgeries. Battles McKinney, of knees. That is true. You would get, you would get, you would get dusted. Let's just, let's just, I don't care that I had ACL surgery. <laughs> I'm just saying that I'm just saying at the end of the day, I when I was a child, I would race anybody, and to this day, I would what, race anybody. What percentage of people that you would challenge to a race do you think you could beat? Right now, today. <laughs> today. <laughs> today. What percentage of people would you beat in a race? 99.9% of the people that I encounter. No, see, but, <laughs> encounter. but you have to factor you in. Sentence, but though. you have to factor <laughs> in. Did you listen to his sentence? Okay, what was the sentence? <laughs> I'm just saying. You would beat how many people? 99.9% of the people that I encounter in a race, <laughs> I think I would win. But. <laughs> See, you got to factor in. Yeah, you factoring in the people that he would actually challenge. You, you're factoring in the people, so he's like, I'm not going to challenge that person or that. Oh, I'll challenge you, though. Like, and everybody. I would, race, I would race yeah. against Usain Bolt. Does that mean I'm going to win? I don't know. The question was, what know. percentage what of these shoes he got on? I mean, we do know you're not going to beat him. What shoes he got on? It don't matter. That's the same. Okay, that's fine. I'm Jamaican. He won't have on shoes. At, uh, he's going to eat some Jamaican. rice first. Okay. And he's going to put some church shoes on. That's some rice. He's going to put some church shoes on and still beat you. Do I get a head start? I mean, he Even with a head start, he's going to beat you. You do know he's like the fastest man in the world. How far are we running? 
You're running. <laughs> it don't matter how far. He said we doing cross country. Are we doing a lot? If you're a competitive being, you don't. <laughs> that doesn't change the outcome just because you're competitive. It doesn't matter. You don't think. It just changes any, your beliefs. Okay. You don't think. My point is that you don't think anybody can beat. You. Yeah, you don't think. Right. Think. So I am saying that think. I have not been beat. I've not been beat very often. When's the last time you raced somebody, bro? <laughs> Um, Don't be like, oh, last week? No, nah, nigga. <laughs> Seven years about, ago. About two years ago. Oh, Who wow. was this person? It was my line brother. Did you beat him? He won. He won. Oh, that's that point one percent he was talking was about. Point, he was point zero zero one percent. He was annoying. He was he was about as First of all, he was from, he First was, of he, all. Well, let's just be clear about something. This brother <laughs> ran track for, for uh, years. Oh, now he's moving the goalposts. You feel me? He's moving the goalposts now. I'm saying, I, uh, you know, some, you win some, you lose some. But you it win. wasn't his fault that he didn't but win. But you live <laughs> to but fight you, another day. What is this, Pops from Friday? What is this, Friday? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> it wasn't his fault. <laughs>